J right in your face. Welcome back to episode number four of season two of the fadeaway. I'm your host, Fatty, alongside me today. This is gonna be uh, only one that locals understand. Long and McZade, how you doing, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> You've been there too too often the past couple of weeks. Eh? I pay That's rent. Right. I pay <laughs> rent to Long and McQuaid Burlington. Uh, Shout out. Explain Troy. explain what this what this store is. If it, so, for people who don't know, yeah, this store pretty much is the reason that we're in business. So it's uh, it's a rental, or you can buy stuff from there, but it's predominantly like a rental mm-hmm. for equipment yeah. such as microphones, speakers. Um, instruments, anything musically related, uh, you can find it at Long and McWade, aka Long and McZade. <laughs> so, talk me through it, man. How's uh, how's your how's your week? How's everything been, man? Uh, it's been good. Uh, not too much of a busy busy week or busy weekend. You know, just uh, stayed here. I was the only probably the only one who stayed here. Yeah, it was a it's busy weekend local. for the boys. Um, didn't do much. Um, I went on a little trip of my own, you know, just went to to London to do some stuff. But that's yeah. about it. I didn't stay overnight anywhere. But uh, but you had a much more interesting weekend than I did. Yeah, I was actually in the Ottawa. I got a chance to be on uh, my buddy Ray. Yeah. Ray's podcast. Shout out the Epistle of Ray, hosted yeah. by Ray, by me, Ray, I think, Ray. Ray. Everything Ray. Everything like, Ray. Yeah, like everybody that. loves Ray. Uh-huh. But yeah, that's. Uh, I got a chance to be on that, which was pretty dope. And then get to spend the weekend um with some boys down in Ottawa. it was pretty chill man uh, i got, it was down there before it was too cold it was only minus 15 funny funny story um me and kiro were actually hanging out we went to we went to the store yesterday um and we were talking about the podcast we listened we listened to your episode producer kiro uh producer kiro yeah we listened to the episode when it came out um and then some guy in line was like i'm sorry you guys talking about a podcast and they were like, yeah, but like, you know, it's just our friends, you know, he just does some, some weird stuff on his podcast. So I was like, what's it called? And we're like, it's, a, it's called the Pistol of Ray. Um, and then he kept like asking, he asking, he, and he said he looked like some sort of, com- some comedian or something like that. I don't know who it was. I forget, <laughs> I forget the name. And then, then Kiro was like, Kiro knew who the guy was. Um, and then he's like, do you like that kind of humor? He's like, yeah. I was like, all right, you're going to love the Pistol of Ray. So Ray, Kira and I got you one extra viewer, so or one extra listener. So you, you have that. You have to thank us for that one. Wow, that's amazing. It's uh, you should have told him about our podcast. He didn't look like a basketball kind of guy. No, not a ball I head. Don't, I don't think so. He liked All he right. liked the pistol Ray. Well, to the people <laughs> who are basketball heads, we should probably get started. Yes, uh, because it's been yet another amazing week in the NBA. I, it feels like every. Between every podcast is a whole season. Yeah. So many things happen and so many things to talk about. Um, we were discussing this, but for the first time in, in I think, like almost a decade, we have the Lakers and the Celtics. Yes. Atop of their respective conferences. So mm-hmm. what does this mean for the game of basketball, bro? The city of Boston, the city of L.A., like basketball is back. The, the championship cities are, are at the top of the league again. So, I mean, we didn't live through those um, rivalry uh, eras where it was the Boston, where it was Boston Celtics versus the L.A. Lakers. Um, but I guess just, it restores it. We the, did. We did. 2008. Yeah, but that Paul that, Pierce, that wasn't like that wasn't like the the magic and, was, and the bird. Started, but but adds, that was definitely good because they yeah. were in the finals two years in a row. Yeah, right? they split. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it adds to it. Um, but it just like it, it, I guess, restores the history of the NBA, and it's cool to see. And like I, uh, we put that we put up that picture on on Instagram of uh, LeBron shaking Kobe's hand. Kobe was in was a, was a fan in the stands, I guess, was, and LeBron uh, was the Lakers. So it was weird to see. So the league is changing. Obviously, re- history repeats itself, and you see. Um, the Celtics and Lakers at the top of the conferences, so it, it, it'll be interesting to see. Is that is that a potential finals 
preview? Uh, we don't know. Maybe, it could man. possibly the be way it. The East is looking and Boston just came off a 10-game winning streak too. Yeah. The only team, or I guess two teams that can really threaten them would be Philly and Milwaukee. Like, I'll have my Raptors, but... But Milwaukee's been quiet, though. You Milwaukee know, been... is, is quietly doing okay. They're yeah. just missing Brogdon. Yeah. But, I mean, huge. come playoff time, I don't know. They can play well. But Philly, the, Philly has a huge team. But I don't know, man. I feel like... I feel like Boston before Kyrie, well, with Kyrie, but he was injured, made that mm-hmm. conference final in 17, mm-hmm. and then they kind of dropped off with Kyrie. But now they're almost picking up at not just where they left off, but at that next step that we thought they were going to be at. Yeah. With, with Kemba with, Walker. Yeah, like, yeah. And it's been beautiful to watch. And I know Gordon Hayward went out uh, and they're yeah. still playing well. Mm-hmm. He'll come back soon. He'll be okay. Mm-hmm. Um they were like a Marcus Smart floater that sat on the rim for 10 seconds away from 11 games I know. straight. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's exciting to watch. Uh, I don't like Boston Celtics fans. I think they're kind of obnoxious, but it's, been, it's just See. exciting to watch the Celtics back, and I love to see Kemba Walker finally, you know, reap benefits from his talent because exactly. Charlotte just kind of going to waste. But um, I love it, and I love this for LeBron, too. LeBron is so good. Bro, the, the Lakers, like, you didn't, when, when you saw the super teams that LeBron created in Miami and when he came back to Cleveland, you they took a few games, like 10 to 15, 20 games even maybe, to get comfortable, to get settled. When you're looking right now, they're at the top of the West. They're Easy. They're rolling through teams. And the way they're playing, like, it's good basketball. You, you watch the games, and it's not like – LeBron dominated, you know, it's it's not it's not really AD dominated either. No. So they're playing like like they're actually playing team basketball. Everybody knows their role. Everybody has a role. Coaching has been, bro. You see the really plays good. that they run. It's been amazing. Really good. Frank Vogel, man. Like everybody was like, they're hey. actually they're the number one defense in the NBA. Exactly. So they're like, one, and they're number one net rating too. They've got a good coaching staff there too. I know like Jason Kidd is a big name on there. Yeah, um, but I was actually thinking about that on the drive home today about Frank Vogel. I'm like, not a lot of people are bro, talking about that. They were. He's, he's doing pretty. He's well. a candidate for coach of the year, and they're all saying, hey, you remember that when he first got hired? Like, how do you feel about being the backup option? And they hired you, or the third option? They hired yeah. you, right? Yeah. And look at this guy he's i mean to control two personalities like ad and, and lebron that's not an easy thing to do you know and, and, and dwight howard and, and dwight, danny green like there's a to, lot of personalities to an extent but you have the, the two main stars but and rondo how do you, it's very hard to control yeah, rondo yeah. right so and i'm excited for the playoffs because playoff rondo people oh, forget oh yes people forget about playoff rondo that guy is a playoff performer man through and through yeah but yeah number one defense in the nba um, number one net rating in the NBA. Their, their offense is really good. They're just beating teams down through and through. And I think that personnel-wise, they are just so good. They're deep. They have Kuzma coming off their bench. Yeah. Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard. Caruso. Caruso is a, he's a legend, bro. He's I, Caruso amazing. is exciting. Yeah. He's he, exciting. He's, a, he's an energy guy who plays defense, and he can and he's athletic, man. Like I think they had like six or seven guys last night in double digits against Atlanta. Yeah. And it, so I mean, it's Atlanta. The ball, LeBron had his, LeBron's actually number one in the league in assists. Yes, he is. Exactly. That is so impressive. He took that backseat role that he's, that, you know, people were saying, oh, he said, he's, he said AD is, is the guy, which, I mean, makes sense. Uh, you go through your your more younger, more you know. Le- uh, he's got AD's got less mileage on him, yeah. so go through him, go play through him. And LeBron's I remember a the, the post game one overreactions. Everyone, including like people like Stephen A. Smith, going off about oh LeBron's not aggressive. He's yeah. He's you know re- relying too much on AD or, or deflecting too much to yeah. AD. And now we're laughing like these exactly guys are man. first in the West. They're looking. Head and shoulders above everybody in the league. Uh, if the if the playoffs started today, they'd be my heavy favorite. They, uh, they'd be a lot of people's people's heavy favorite. It's hard to see 
teams that would challenge them in the West. Um, you know, there's been some some great falls of some teams, which we'll get into later. Um, but I mean, the standings in the West, you've got the Rockets right under them, who made a huge surge. Um, the Nuggets, who are pretty solid. The Jazz, the Clippers. I don't see many teams. The Clippers. You see the Clippers? Yeah, yeah. Well, PG's been back for two games. We're going to talk about that. But he's been back for two games, and he's been on an absolute tear. He had like 37 points in 20 yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He 20 got, minutes? I know, I know. And, what? He's been, and he's saying, I have new shoulders now. Yeah. Like, I feel different. Yeah. He's been Kawhi-less, though, right? Kawhi, 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 Kawhi hasn't games. played yeah, both yeah, games, yeah. so it makes sense that he's kind of having these scoring but upbursts. That, but that's the thing. Like, as Raptors fans, you know with Kawhi, like, this doesn't matter. Because once the playoff comes, he's a whole different person, and we saw that last year too. In the in the season he played, and he played well, but he not like he went from twenty six to thirty a game in the but, playoffs. Well, what I want what I want to say though about that is, I, PG returning is huge for their team, but the Kawhi to me like in this whole load management thing, or he has like a knee injury now, or something like that, whatever it is, they're saying it, whatever that whatever they're saying it is. He's two in a row, so I don't yeah. know. If it hurts the team, and and why I'm telling you why I don't see why they challenge the Lakers very heavily is because they're going to have a tougher road in the playoffs, especially if the, the, the more quiet sits, the more games they lose. They're having trouble scoring the ball, man. So they're a great defensive team, but they're having trouble scoring. So the more they drop, they're in sixth place right now. They stay there. They face the Nuggets. This is how the standings would be today. They face the Nuggets. That's not a rollover a, a sweep or a four-one. I just, sweep. I just want to refute one thing. You said they can't score, but they're sixth in offensive rating in the league. But they're having trouble scoring. That's why they're losing. They're losing games because they're having trouble scoring. I, th- I think right now it's more about their defense that's the issue, and they're mm-hmm. losing close games. Like they're not getting slot. But their defense is not. It's but, not even top ten in the league. But they're losing, and then and it, yeah, yeah, they're, they're losing. And, and games. That, they're, that, they're eight and five, I think nine and five, something like that. They are eight and five, and that just ruin that just ruins their playoff seating. So it, so more energy. Um, in the, to be used in the playoffs, you know, and we saw Kawhi last year injured in was it the end of the the, the conference finals, and then or was it? He yeah, got, he was hobbled. He was hobbled the throughout the finals. So like you see how delicate he can be at times. So delicate. you you don't he, he is though, <laughs> you know, and he, he, so you don't want to put a lot more mileage on Kawhi and make him play extended series, right? Yeah. So that's why I I'm concerned about the Clippers a little bit right now. Um, PG coming back is huge. I mean, you add two, you got another wing defender, wing wing scorer. Um, he's he's just looking he's motivated, balling, man. He's insane. I think he's just happy to be home. It's that too. The, the th- like the thirty seven points are coming in in just no time, and he's just twenty minutes like sniper, minutes. like three after three after three, and is he looks healthy, he looks happy to be in LA. Mm-hmm. I, I just like seeing him there, and I like man, I love the NBA right now. I just got to see he with Kawhi with him. Yeah, you want to see is, it? You this know what is I mean? The com- like the year of of the come ups. The duos. Or I guess the comebacks because uh, Mello. Mello. Carmelo Anthony is back in he's the league. back in the league. He's Finally. Back, he's back in the show. <laughs> he's LeBron, back in the show, Bob. LeBron tweeted seven or posted, LeBron posted seven Instagram stories about Yo, him. Man. LeBron is the most back. outspoken <laughs> person about A, Carmelo needing to be in the league and yeah. B, him making it to the league. But this man is silent <laughs> when he needs to come back to the league. <laughs> Why? You've been on teams. You're, you're the gonna, GM. You're going to get him signed, man. You're he telling me you have Contavious Caldwell poop on your team and you are you can't get Melo? It's, bro, it's hard to vouch for Melo right now, man. But he's he, vouching for him all the time. <sighs> he need, don't tell me there's better players in the league. So take him. <laughs> Show me. It doesn't fit, bro. We got Kuz. We it. got Kuz. But Melo's back, so now it becomes so their their duo of Dame and um, CJ becomes like a 
Not a big three. I want to talk to you about that. A big 2.5, I would say. Not a big three. Uh, big two I, and a half. Okay. Do, should they blow it up? Because I think that they should blow it up. I, I just, at this point, Dame and CJ are not a good fit. And I think that Portland needs to head a different direction. Uh, I think I think this, this Carmelo signing is a huge reach. Um, big time, like a big time reach, and they need they need offense. The reason why they're going for it, though, um, which I mean, I'll, I'll get into a, a little bit later as well. But Dame is is not getting shut down, but he's getting slowed he's down. Getting shut down. He, he's yeah, he I'll, not I'll, really I'll, shut I'll, down. Not really shut. He's, he's still getting his points. They're slowing him down. They're, they're doing the whole box one on him. CJ is actually having a terrible year. That's like, what. That's what I'm saying. They're Collectively, too, CJ yeah. has not had a good year at all. And he so signed a fat extension this summer, and they're kind of like, eh, "Bars remorse." They're, they're slowing Dame down with the with the whole with the box and one, you know, yeah. making pass the ball to his, his teammates. Nurse. Exactly, Nick Nurse, baby. And um, so I can see why they went for Melo because now you add a scorer or, or even a shooter that can you know stretch the floor a bit. You know, th- you're gonna make the opposing teams guard him. Um, I don't know how good he he'll be as a catch and shoot guy because Dame will need the ball in his hands, Melo will need the ball in his hands. But I can see why this is this is kind of like a last resort. I would say let's see how this plays out. I don't think they're a contender at all. There's no chance by adding Melo. Um, but what? After- you don't think so, man? If he if the NBA allows him to play in a hoodie, I'm going <laughs> Portland in five. No. <laughs> Can you imagine they add those rules to the league? Portland <laughs> hoodie five, but they're they're not contenders, man. They're gonna, they're gonna if they make the playoffs, they maybe just just you know come by it at seven or at the eight spot, maybe even. Um, but after the season, blow it up, trade the players. Tra- I don't trade. even think they should wait. No, the, the, the white side signing was so it garbage. Was that was a bust. And man. the CJ McCollum extension is coming back to bite them in the ass, and they have a lot of players that are just these like. They, I mean, they, they. I mean, they lost guys like Myers Leonard, right? Like, the, who's a good role player? Nurkic hasn't hasn't come back yet. Myers Leonard can't be the reason. No, 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 no. That, that's like a like a, like a D list reason. That's not like the main reason. Nah. But you're you're adding you're you're just adding. To the, I'm not the happy with CJ. I'm not happy with CJ. You know, the fun fact is, the Portland Trailblazers and the Houston Rockets both started three and three. Yes. Uh, and now Portland is five and eight, and Houston's ten and three. Sitting a second in the Western Conference. Second in the West, seven straight games. Harden's averaging Harden's like 67,000 points a game over <laughs> the last seven. He has to do it. He has to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I said. Yeah, I mean, it. it's funny because if you look at the stats on the last games, like the seven-game winning streak, mm-hmm. Russ has re- really, really stunk up the joint. Like, I think he had two good games. Yeah. And they're still getting the job done. So, I don't know if they've maybe found a good medium between them, but... Russ They're winning. Like, Russ like, has to take the back seat on that one. Russ has to take a decrease role because their offense is fast break and shoot threes. That's their offense. So he can oh, only that, do half of those. He can things. take the back seat, but he's still shooting the shots. That's <laughs> the issue. He can't be shooting the shots. Five Imagine, for twenty-one, six for twenty, and then obviously the two games: eleven for twenty-one, ten for twenty. That's good. And then eight for eighteen, three for eleven. Oh, like oh, man, man, like what's going on here? He's still putting up twenty-one, eight, and seven, shooting forty-three from the field, like. He can't shoot though. Like his game isn't shooting. He was never a shooter. That's he, shooter. he regressed hard. But he was there. There was a couple of years there where he was solid. He was, he was coming up three point shooter. Yeah, but he's just not a shooter. And I think he has to. I mean, he, I think he. I don't think he's learning actually because he's still shooting those shots. But they do better with him taking that back seat and not being as aggressive as James Harden is being. Is right? Houston so. the real deal? Or is this just same old? I'm not ready. Regular season, Houston. I'm not ready. 
I, I, mean, I mean, regular season Houston is this good every this, year. Yeah, I'm not ready to. I, at this point, I don't. You can't judge Houston off of uh, off the regular season. They can do whatever they want. They can be first. They can be second. Especially because our buddy James Harden's style of play has proven to be unsuccessful in the playoffs. Exactly. So he he gets gassed in the in the playoffs. Let's see if he starts to take games off. I wonder if that'll happen near the end of the season. Um, he says he's a hooper. He doesn't want to do that. So let's see how. And, and he, not only does he not take games off, but he he plays extended minutes. Yeah, you know what I mean. He's he's got one of the most highest usage rate usage rate in the league, if not the most usage the highest sorry uh, usage rate in the league. So let's yeah, see how we how he minutes, feels in March, April, May. Thirty nine, forty, forty four, exactly. Thirty eight, thirty six, thirty five minutes. 30. In, who do they play? Who do they play? His three straight forty point games. Four in the last five. One of them being thirty nine. What was the forty four minute game? Who did they play? Clippers had oh. 47 points. Oh, wow. Okay, that makes sense. He has one, two, three, four, five 40-point games in his last seven. Yeah. Okay, and the ones that aren't 40 are 36 and 39. 49, 44, 47, 39, 42, 36, 44. He's nasty. And then rewind two games, 59. On this season right now, he's averaging 39 and a half. Shooting forty two percent usage rate. Like how how much does that shooting a like he's playing forty minutes a game. Somebody somebody posted on like a Facebook group I'm a part of that like if, if Harden hits like forty forty nine or fifty three or something, he may, he's officially averaging forty, 40 points, points a game. game. Bro. Which like, is like unheard of at this percentage. He I mean I don't think he's not, he's not inefficient. No, he is efficient. Yeah, he's efficient. Forty-two percent. Right, yeah. So he, he, I mean, from but it's, it's also volume, man. This guy's shooting so much, he has the ball in his hands so much. So like, it's like, he, I don't know why he starts slow though. This happened exact. This is exactly what happened yeah, last year before yeah. they cut Melo. They were trash, and then they just went on a rage. Like Harden yeah. just went off, and then with CP out, that team, yeah. that team every year goes to a lot of changes. They lose a lot of key pieces every single year. That. You know whether it was they tra- obviously they traded Russ for CP, uh, traded CP for Russ. They lost like key key defend key defenders and stuff. So that team goes through key changes every year. So I can see why they slow. They have slow starts, um, and then eventually 10, 15 games in, James Harden's like, "Yep, I'm taking it. I'm taking over. This is it. And this, I, this is what they do every year." Yeah. So last year and the year before, I wasn't really ready to do this because James was just really talented. Like getting better and better every year. But then the playoff comes around and then I reassess and I'm like, James, like he's just not a 16 game, but what do they call them? 16 game players versus 82 game players. Guys who like are really good season players versus guys who come to play for the, like Draymond green is a 16 er through and through through and through for sure. So he, um, James. Okay. So a few years back we had a debate. This is uh, a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. This was before. This was before PG's injury. Twenty sixteen, maybe. Okay, yeah. Before before Paul George broke the his summer, leg. I remember. I was saying Harden was the better player, and you were saying PG. PG is the better player. What are the numbers are? Now? Obviously, for the years to follow with the injury and all that, James kind of took that leap. But with PG's year last year, mixed with Harden's postseason, I guess we can reassess. And and go through this again. How how are we gonna define better player though? Because you can throw in all these variables in the mix: winning, playoffs, regular season, scoring, defense, whatever, whatever, whatever. Like, so, like how do you how Paul do you gonna define is, it? Paul George is an amazing offensive player. The last couple of seasons, there's is you can't dispute anything. Like he, last year, he had a 
an amazing three-point shooting season. He has a, he had an MVP-type season. He was a finalist. Yeah. Right under Harden was Paul George. It's not like this guy was, you know, number 10 on the list of MVPs. No, he was right there. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, considering the fact that he was right there, he's an amazing offensive player. He's coming back this year showing that he's picking up where he left off last year. Yeah. Mixed with his elite defending. Like, elite. incredible defending. Top of the league, man. Like, what do you – what's the dispute? How do you – like, I'm starting to now – Shift my shift. focus a little bit and not say that. No, I don't think. I don't it's think clear. he's the better player because James Harden is just an like unguardable. He's, he's a disgusting offensive force, but he plays like subpar defense, yeah. maybe par defense. Yeah, uh, and his offensive game is halted in a seven-game series when people study you and they know your your game inside and out. Mm-hmm. It's easy to read that because he doesn't like his offense. Is, is really, really good, but it's also unrealistic shots. Like, he's shooting very, very deep threes. But he practices these shots. and He does you, practice them, but in a seven-game series, why does he get shut down every year? It's fatigue, though. That's part of it, a huge part of it, man. He gets overused, overworked throughout the season. So, uh, what another thing that's underrated, not underrated, but that, I guess, gives him an edge is he's not... I, I'm not saying... Paul George isn't a one-dimensional player, but I think James Harden's offense has more dimensions. He can score from anywhere. He can do these, you know, double step back threes or whatever it may be. He but he can also he can also pass the ball and and you know facilitate an offense and have an offense centered around him. Paul George hasn't had to kind of carry that burden, that ball handling burden that, you know, setting up guys, setting up his teammates, setting up plays. He's always had a point guard do that for him. So when you look at that, you know, Paul George doesn't have that in his game. Paul George has to worry about getting the ball, score. You know what I mean? And defend. And defend, obviously. So there's different things that they're good at. There's different things that they're strong at. It's just a matter of, you know, who would you take? And right now, right now, I would say, especially with how Paul George has been playing, I mean, you gotta you you might have to give him a nod there just because in the playoffs he's shown up, um, he's led teams in the playoffs. Um, he could be that franchise guy, but just that facilitating and that and that passing and that running an offense isn't there. So it's like, which one do you really want? Yeah, I don't know. It's it's a tough battle, and I think this postseason is gonna help us decide that better. But mm-hmm. he's right there, man. And and James Harden's a really good offensive player, but he doesn't really play that elite defense in comparison yeah. to Paul George and. In the playoffs, he just has not impressed me at all. Mm. Uh, but, but yeah, I mean, the argument, the argument in his favor is they've been losing to the Golden State Warriors and nobody else. So, I mean, you can't, you can't, you know, say LeBron gets the break, but then not James not Harden. James Harden, yeah. So, there's that, right? What else? What do we want to talk about, pal? What's going on? So, I think it's kind of weird. That Russ has been doing so bad and Houston has been doing so good. Mm-hmm. But do you think this is a slump for Russ or is this now? This is his career. The, this, is this Russ now? This is Because Ru- this, I mean, is, we, this is going on like a, a, over a season. The shooting is this is Russ. This is how he's going to play. This is, And until he realizes that he can't shoot, I don't think he's just going to keep on doing that. He was doing that in OKC. I, I thought he would realize it quicker here because he's got some pretty solid teammates. You know, they've... He's playing with another. He's playing with another superstar, so he would, he'll realize it. But he just can't shoot. And then you have he's also an aging point guard, thirty-one years old, relies on athleticism. Two, maybe at least two or three knee surgeries in the past. So 
Not that his body's deteriorating, deteriorating yet. There you go. There you go. Um, but he's got to learn to stop relying on his body, and he's got to really put in that work and 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 work on his shot. Because right now he's a great fast break player, a great you know athletic drive kind of driving kick or even driving finish, great finisher at the rim. But his, if he wants to play five, six more years. You gotta learn to kind of step back and be like, I can't play this explosive yeah. anymore. So I think once he starts doing that, and then he becomes maybe a good shooter, you know how he'll fit great with this team. Yeah, absolutely. No, and uh, it, that's the, that's the exciting part of this season. Is it's so unpredictable, yeah, and everyone is know. just talented, and the teams are so good, and players are so good right now. So it's exciting. Um, actually, just to, to lament more on that, it's it has been a really great season, and I want to talk about sort of my. My favorite five are like, what do we call it last season? The fade, fade five. five. Fade, fade five. five. So like the five best, I guess, topics, moments, topics or moments or teams maybe, yeah. or players or, or just top five best headlines of the season so far. So I want to talk about, firstly, the Boston Celtics. The Boston Celtics are our division rival. Yes. They are the team that we love to hate. Uh, because obviously, yes, they're division rival, but the city of Boston wins every major championship. City of champions. Producer Kiro knows this well because he's a huge he's a hockey Le- head. He's a Leafs and, fan. And, and the <laughs> Leafs go up against the Bruins three times every postseason. So it's uh, like I, I swear if the Leafs ever beat them in the first round, they're going to face them again in the second round. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the, the NHL just finds a way to screw them over somehow. They're always, they're always playing the Bruins. So, um, yeah, screw the city of Boston, but today i want to talk about them because unlike the city of boston i really do enjoy this team i like kemba walker i like jason tatum i like jalen brown to an extent i enjoy marcus smart's game mm. they're just a bunch yeah. of guys who want to prove that they're good players and who just want to play basketball like yeah. jason tatum plays the right way jalen brown plays the right way kemba plays the right way and it's exciting to watch and also, Brad Stevens is getting back in his groove, getting you know control of that team again. I think with Kyrie and that personality, it became a little bit tough. Is that a coachable player now? But with Kemba being the leader and and unspoken leader too, like uh, there's no question he is the guy. And uh, down the stretch, he is the guy. He's there. I'm pretty sure he's their uh, points leader as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of them are playing really well right now. So uh, shout out to the Boston Celtics, fresh off a of 10 game winning streak, they're sitting at 10 and two. So uh, excited to see that. Uh, my second is the Phoenix Suns. Phoenix Suns, wow. top five in net rating in the league. Wow, man. Still winning games. Still in the playoff hunt. Fifth in the West. They are exciting, my man. They're sitting at a hot 7-4, and four, uh, which is un- unreal for the Phoenix Suns in terms of <laughs> where they've been the last six years and where they are now. Shout out to, you know, a guy I used to hate. But Bro. I'm starting to grow on me is Kelly Oubre. Kelly Oubre is really Phoenix. good. He's playing man. really well. Aaron Baines. Aaron Baines is amazing. Baines effect. Uh, Deep Book is playing really well. Rubio is playing really Rubio. well. Kaminsky is playing really well. Moe's, a.k.a. Tyler Johnson, Moe's. is playing real well. <laughs> so I'm excited for Phoenix. Mostly excited for Monty getting that Great head coaching coach. position. Ooh. And just Great an amazing there. guy. And just to see you know what they're doing down in Phoenix is super exciting. Hopefully when they get Aiton back, they can um, yeah, continue that the works. ball. Yeah. Uh, so shout out to the Phoenix Suns. Number three on Fades Five is King James, LeBron, 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 LeBron as a whole. So I know we talked about this a couple of teams, but LeBron is number three on my list for a couple of reasons. 
I don't think we've ever seen anybody. Actually, not. I know for a fact we've never seen anybody in year seventeen. We haven't seen him be this no. dominant. Nope. He is head and shoulders the best player in the league. It's not even a question. There are guys who can maybe score better, who can finesse better, but in terms of imposing the will on the game, court vision, and his. I don't know if you've noticed Bro. this, but he has gotten so much better at shooting the three. Yo, I was it is yes- unrealistic. I was he's, watching yesterday. He's he sidestepping. He's pulling up in he's people's amazing. faces. He's put in work in the offseason. He's yep. leading the league, number one in the whole league, and assists. Everyone was like, oh, how are we going to play him with the points? It's not going to work. Blah, the blah, blah. He's the best point guard in the league. He's averaging 26 points, 11, re- 11 wow. assists, and 7 rebounds. Uh, at the oh. age of 35 years old in year 17, 17, looking ripe. Hopefully, the king can squeeze out another ring. Oh, <laughs> Call me a rapper. So, uh, shout out to LeBron. We're happy. You know, this is a guy we grew up idolizing and watching. He's our, he's our generation go. Our generation. So, to see him still mm-hmm. going strong is really, really, really exciting. So, shout out, Bron Bron. Uh, number four. In this uh, young, young season is the Raptors' defense. Wow. The Raptors' defense has been incredible the last week or so. So we just had a Western Conference road trip. Yep. Three and two trip. I can't complain. No Lowry, no Ibaka. Tough OG competition. Was out. LA on a back-to-back. So I can't complain at all. Walked into the walked into Staples, beat the Lakers on their home court. We gave away that one. In, uh, yeah, we were tired. The Clippers, we were but tired. it happens. It's all right. I right. uh, walked into Portland and, and won that game. But the most... Exciting thing about the last three ga- or those three games specifically uh, was against the Lakers. We shut down LeBron, thirteen points. I think he shot like three of nine. Yeah, played poorly. And then we shut down Kawhi the next night. He was two for thirteen. Yep. And then we shut down Dame. Dame he was two for nine. So, yeah, those are three super bona fide superstars oh, yeah. and scorers in three straight games. With no Kyle Lowry, with no Serge Ibaka, shout out to Chris Boucher, Ooh, shout out to Matt Thomas, Matt shout Thomas, out to Terrence Davis, Davis, Nick Nurse, man, shout out to Nick the, Nurse the with coaching. the boxing one, shout out to Ron Day, Hollis, oh yes, Jefferson. I was begging for him to we play. We are nothing without yo. We cannot run that box one without Ron Day, Hollis, Jefferson. I love Ron Day. I love his Ron effort, Day. and I don't know if you've noticed this too. His effort on the offensive board—that's where he gets his points. That's where he scores. All his rebounds, it's amazing. and he's just so efficient and great. And Freddie loves to play with him, loves feeding him the ball. It's yeah. just. It's infectious basketball to watch. And actually, the night that the Raptors went into Portland, mm-hmm. it was the night that they ended Damian Lillard's 230-game double-digit double scoring, scoring streak. Yeah. So, shout out to the Raptors defense. defense man. Uh, defense giving championships. Nine. Back-to-back. That's Repeat. And the last but not least, this, this is going to make you happy. Oh, yeah. Is the second seed. In the Eastern Conference. Is it Milwaukee? No. Is it Toronto? No. Is it Philly? No. My backup team. It's Miami. The Miami Heat. The Heatles. The number two team in the Eastern Conference, nine and three. Shout out. They're five and oh at home, four and three on the road. Eric Spo doing his thing. Legend. Coach of the Year candidate too. I just love what they're doing down there. It's Jimmy Butler and a bunch of delinquents who <laughs> are trying to make a name for themselves yeah. in the league. So I'm I'm happy to see them do this, and, and I hope they continue to succeed and play well. It's so exciting, man. I did not predict this whatsoever. So The young talent, man. It's huge yeah. for them. Young talent. A lot of white guys, too, on that team trying to make a name for themselves <laughs> in the league. Hey, they balled uh, out. Playing, playing great. That's it for my fade five. So just to, calm, or just to bring that all together... Uh, we said Boston, Phoenix, LeBron, the Raptors defense, and Miami. 
So now, you can't take the good without accepting the bad. Yeah, but before we get into that, did you hear? Did I hear? That the Raptors have decided to not present rings to Jonas Valanciunas, CJ Miles, and DeLon Wright. And this has created a lot of issues in the media. So I want to hear your stance on this. What do you think? Am I? The, do you like this? Am I the only one who's okay with it? So you have no issues with this at all? It's not that I have no issues with it, but I'm like, yeah, I'm okay with it. Those, those rings are pretty expensive, man. You can't just give them to players who are on a team. Did you yeah. know that they made five tiers of the rings? I mean, you can give them the fans one. No, no, no. So the, the fans, so the tier one is the Raptors, yeah. guys? Yeah, obviously. Five is the fans. And then there's staffers in between. Right, obviously. So when so, people say, oh, Drake got a ring, I mean, he probably paid for it, if anything. But yeah, like, yeah. But they, they don't get know, the he, same he rings, He got man. a ring, and, and, and the, the argument also, Superfan got a ring. He's been there for 20 years. So, 25 years. So here's my, here's really? my, I don't have an issue with it. Producer Kira has a serious problems with this. <laughs> Producer, Producer Kiro thinks Kiro. PK baby this, this is not This is not participation You don't get a participation yeah, no, For, for real part of the team You don't You trade for the win Which is very valid I'm okay uh, with it The man. only So the only thing I would have liked to see And it, you can't really Do that Because it's either All or none But like JV I would have loved To give no, JV Yeah Like he we we drafted him and he came here like a tier at least like a tier four point three like <laughs> tier four point three I think is good because man he came here like and without him we wouldn't have gotten Marcus Saul like he had value and yeah. he and he was <laughs> how do you even do that <laughs> you give Demar Derozan a ring then and he struggled no but Demar wasn't even here last year but without him we wouldn't we won't be able to trade for a Kawhi. Yeah, but that's not that's a whole different season, man. bro. That's one that's for, that, was, that was for that season. I think if they maybe like behind closed doors give JV a ring and like yo don't tell Delon kind of thing. That but like, see, yo that. CJ Miles, I I don't care. I'd want CJ Miles present when I give JV his ring. <laughs> <laughs> just, just look at him and say you're trash. You would just package because of like an expiring salary or something. Is he even in the league anymore? That guy declined so fast. He declined so when he came. Fast. He came to us. He hit a few threes, like a few, like he had a few good games. But yeah, he, he was good when much. we first picked him up, and I think that was before the, the championship before? season. The year before, yeah, towards and the that, end of the year, season, he was pretty, and he was like bad. decent. And then he went in the yeah. summer, and he was like, "Yo, Toronto's lit." I don't know. I don't, I don't know why people are out like you're outraged by it because, like, man, they didn't play. They didn't. They weren't on the team when they won. I understand, you know, like there's the history behind it and whatever. But like, bro, if you're gonna go by that, you can give any past player that had anything to do with the trade, that had anything to do with us winning yeah. the championship. Also, the in, the, in the article that I read, they actually did research around the league and saw if teams have ever done this before. Yeah, and I think the only ever situation was Anderson Verjao. They didn't give it to him, or he declined. He declined, but he I declined. think is because he played for both teams, and they're like, and Verjao was a lifer. But he declined, right? Yeah, yeah, I think he declined. But I can't remember. Even though. as like, I mean, even as a player, I'm kind of torn about it because I'm like, yo, let's just say I was JV or I was. I don't want that the, ring. I don't want that ring. I didn't win that ring. That's a team that traded me away, and you're gonna reward me with a ring. It got to, it's kind of humiliating in a way, you know, yeah. in front of all the fans or whatever. It's like, it's like a pity ring. Yeah, it's a participation ring. Thanks like for being said. tradable. Yeah, thanks for <laughs> thanks for helping us out, buddy. Here you go. Thanks, thanks for Come bringing on, us, Mark. Man. No, I'm Mark I'm, Gasshole. I'll get into that very soon, though, that you, that you speak about Microsoft. But I'm okay I'm with it. 12.2% from the field. Brother, don't get me started. I'm going to go off. Like I said before, you can't accept 
the good without the bad. And what more fun can you have by making fun of some of the worst topics and one of the, some of the worst um, things going on around the league? So here's my Zayd's Z list. Is there? Um, just like the bottom of the alphabet, we're going to start with the bottom of the league. At number five, the Golden State Warriors. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. They're sitting at last in the <laughs> league, brother. Last in the league. The fall of... Phoenix is better. Phoenix is a playoff team, brother. Yeah, Phoenix is PK. Phoenix is a playoff team, man. Producer Worst Hero is shook. He's shook, man. He didn't know. <laughs> Worse than the Knicks. The Knicks have been bad yeah, for years. Knicks have a better record. So they're they're the fall Knicks from have three wins and two of them are against Dallas. Come <laughs> on, Luca. <laughs> so their fall from grace has been horrible. They're sitting at two and twelve, worst in the league. Um, they're also the worst in offensive rating. Sorry, also worst in defensive rating, worst in net rating, and they're just the worst. Uh, so there's <laughs> <laughs> not much more to that. Unfortunately, they don't really have any, um, you know, notable players. They've got this one guy who's like dropping thirty every game. Every every game, I forget his name. But I feel like George Hubby was gonna move, remove us from the group chat when he hears. That's this. okay. He needs to hear it. He hates when we talk about the Warriors. Like, come on. I don't even read the group, but yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I, I mean, why would you? That was why would why would you like it? That's that was your team. You were riding a dynasty for five years, and now they're the last. And the, no, I don't think there's ever been a fall off like that. Are you calling him a bandwagon? I mean, I want, I want to know actually who said was the young one when we played them last year. You can't come. You, this guy, I know, I know for a fact he's been riding Golden State for years. Yeah, yeah. Don't tell me you're a Raptors fan now, George. <laughs> I don't want to hear that. We gotta get him on. The so I'm gonna get him on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask him. him. I'm gonna ask him. But at number five, we got Golden State Warriors. At number four, the San Antonio Spurs. Wow. Um, you sent me this actually earlier today. They lost five straight games for only the second time since Coach Pop took over the team. In 1997, 90, 98. 22 years. Bro, 22 years. They've kind of fallen off as well. And um, it's interesting to see how the league has changed. and Bro, how Phoenix pop- hasn't even won five straight two times. Bro, that's, that's what I'm saying, man. <laughs> wow. Producer Kiro just oh tried, my goodness, tried to put in little uh, Leafs insert there that they lost five straight. Yeah, uh, no kidding. But <laughs> they've, lost, they've lost five straight and... It's interesting to see how the league has changed. I heard they're losing on purpose for Don. <laughs> Them and the 22 people that showed up for his rally. But anyways, continue. Sorry. With your Z-list. Um, at number three, we're going to go with the Portland Trailblazers. We talked about them earlier today. Um, they're sitting at 12th in the West at 5-8. and eight. The Dame's Jailblazers. Jailblazers. Um, they've just been horrible. And Dame's struggling against his box, box and one defense. Um... Whiteside is trash. Whiteside is bad. So you, you, if you see here, you, you mentioned that we uh, the Raptors held him to a um, single digit game. He had nine points. Um, he's look at this is his last few games. His, his shooting percentage has been his field goal percentage has been twenty one percent and sixteen percent. So wow. you can see how much the defenses have really been collapsing on him and using his box one. Um, if it is it time to blow it up? I said not yet. You said go ahead, fo- go for it. Absolutely. Um, Let's just see how the season pl- plays out. Fair. At number two, your boy. Luca? No, no, no. Can you imagine I put him on this list? I, I think would, you'd, you'd, I you'd, would you'd kick me off. You'd kick me off. <laughs> At number two, Marc Gasol. Gasol. Marc Gasol. <laughs> he came into training camp 10 pounds heavier from all the beer he drank during the Raptors championship parade and his Spain um, I world championship parade. I guarantee he's 10 pounds heavier than he was in training camp right now. Bro, for sure. And he's just been playing poorly. Let me let me hit Play you with like some... A true gas hole. Let me hit you with some numbers. I know you love numbers. Last year, he averaged 9.1 points. 
Not great. But hey, he's averaging 6.7 now. Last year, he committed 2.7 personal fouls. He can't move now. He commits 3.3. Okay. Um, he's shooting a lower percentage. His rebounding, his rebounding numbers have gone down. So no, no, no! Don't just hover over the percentages, please. Tell us what they are. <laughs> this is a center, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, let's go here. Uh, field goal percentage. He shot 46.5 percent last year for a center. Eh, low, you know, low. Brother, he is shooting 33 percent from the field this year. And 33 percent. He's a center. I, is there any way on your on your sheet right now that you can split that between threes and twos? You know he's shooting forty one percent from three. So why is he shooting more? Because he's shooting twenty seven percent from two. Twenty seven per. He's seven foot forever. He can't score on the basket. Length he can't and width. He can't jump, man. He can't compete with these these more athletic bigs. He, he's 10, 20 pounds heavier than he was last year. Yeah. He can't jump. He's but not Peter, athletic. Peter Otto will tell you. Yo, he averages five assists a game. No, Peter. That was one game. Um, he averages two and a half assists a game. So, Peter, his his assist numbers have actually actually also went down. 3.9 to 2.5 assists per game. Bro, all these numbers went down, all but not the ones on the scale. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, Marcus Gasol, I'm not expecting Marcus Gasol to be a superstar. I put him on this list not because I'm expecting him to be a superstar, but because he is still a key piece of the Raptors. He's still a key... Um, He's definitely a key piece of their payroll. Exactly. So play like it, you know. Let let give me please just come back up to nine points a game, bro. That's all, that's all I'm asking. Yeah, yeah. You know, eight and eight. Yeah, eight and eight. I don't give me eight and eight. I don't want to read that much. Come on, eight and eight isn't bad. And finally, speaking of fat people, number one in the league on Zade Z list, Nikola Jokic. Oh my brother, this guy's fall off from last year, man. Come on. I don't even know how much weight he's gained, or he just looks like it, though. He looks lazy on the court. Um, he looks heavy on the court. He looks like his passport picture. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, his numbers have dropped as well. So, points from 20.1 to 16.4. Um, personal fouls. I don't know why I like this stat for some reason today. 2.9 fouls la- uh, last year to 3.4 this year. I think that just shows how little he's been moving. Um Rebounding numbers, they went down from 10.8 to 8.8. So numbers are kind of across the board going down. You know, this guy's only 24 years old. You know, after having a pretty big breakout, not breakout, but a pretty important season last year, um, the Nuggets need him. And, they, and they're, they're doing well with, I guess, without him, you want to say. But imagine how much better they could be with him. You do, you, know, in, okay, per, do you think the Nuggets need him more than he needs Nuggets? <laughs> I hate this guy, man. <laughs> Trust me, bro. He doesn't need any. He does not need any more nuggets, though, for sure. Wow, um, talk about somebody who really embodies their job. <laughs> oh my goodness! I don't know what to say anymore. Producer Kiro's throwing me all kinds of expletives. Oh yeah. Um, but that concludes my list. Just to go uh, go over it one more time: Golden State Warriors number five, San Antonio Spurs at four, the Portland Trailblazers at three. Marcus Hall at two and Nikola Jokic at number one. The top five disappointments in my eyes. Yeah, and uh, that actually brings us to an end for this week's episode. It's been uh, jam-packed this past week. We did a top five on the season. We did a bottom five on the season. And uh, we are now out to go watch the rest of this Raptors and Hornets game. Oh, yeah. So peace out, ladies and gentlemen. We will see you next week. Peace.